My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. The Israelites had a lot to learn when Moses showed up. I hadn't really ever considered this until this year. The scriptures go from Joseph in Egypt to Moses being born so fast that I never took the time to consider how long that family had been living in a foreign land. It was somewhere between 210 and 430 years. Bible experts have different opinions on that because the Bible is not always totally clear, but even if we assume it was only 210 years, the shorter side, that's a long time. The United States is not much older than that. And a lot has changed in that time about how we see things, how we do things, our culture. So it makes sense that the Israelites would have changed quite a bit too, especially since living close to a different people with a different belief system and culture. And as far as I know, Jacob was the last prophet they had until Moses came. They definitely had a lot to learn. As I was reading the account of the Israelites leaving Egypt and then being followed by Pharaoh's army, one particular verse stuck with me to the point that when I reached the end of the chapter, I was so distracted I couldn't keep reading. I had to go back. It says that as the children of Israel were trapped between the Red Sea and the Egyptians, that they start yelling at Moses. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. They're like, We told you, you should have just left us alone. At least in Egypt, we would have been alive. We're going to be killed in the wilderness. And this reminded me of another family that was led into the wilderness, whose members were sure they were going to die there and they wanted to go back. Laman and Lemuel complained over and over again about having to leave Jerusalem. They also thought for sure they were going to die. And Nephi gives this explanation of why they are murmuring in 1 Nephi chapter 2. We're not even that far into the book and Laman and Lemuel are already complaining. And Nephi says that they murmured because... They knew not the dealings of that God who had created them. And the children of Israel were the same. They didn't know that the Lord was going to teach them. He had already been teaching them by showing his power with the plagues and their deliverance from slavery. And he's about to teach them again. The Israelites' journey is all about them learning. God gives them miracles and trials and miracles again to teach them. And he does the same thing today. This reminded me of President Nelson's conference talk on spiritual momentum. He gave us five specific invitations of things we could do to increase our spiritual momentum. The third thing he said was to learn about God and how he works. The Israelites, Laman and Lemuel, did not have this understanding. So, How does this liken to me and my life? How often have I been going through a trial and wished I could go back to how it was before? Um, a lot. But that's not how God works. That's not even how life works. We can't go back. There is no traveling back in time. There is only forward. And yet both the Israelites and Nephi's brothers wanted to do exactly that. They wanted to undo the progress that the Lord was helping them make. 
The way back to God is forward, through the trials. Heavenly Father told Adam when he left the Garden of Eden, Cursed is the ground for thy sake. The trials will eventually be for our good. They are one of the ways God works. They are to teach us, to humble us, to change us. So there is no going back. No amount of complaining or blaming the prophet or our family or others or anything else will make time go back. It does us no good. It only stops our own progression. And we may miss the miracles God has in store. He had them for the Israelites. He had them for Lehi's family. He has them for us. The only way through trials is forward. They teach us and help lift us toward our heavenly home. Like Elder Uchtdorf said recently, lift comes as we press forward with a steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope and a love of God and of all men. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.